absolutely love the holidays, all the meanings behind it all, discovering new and old history. No? Aw, oh, come on, don't be a Grinch. I'm practically giving y'all presents. Presents of knowledge. Like, did you know that Christmas isn't the last holiday in receiving presents? Well, just like stockings are hung around the homes of Christmas, waiting to be filled with small gifts, there are children in some places around the world getting ready to fill up their shoes with treats for the camels of the three wise men. I'm Joyce Grace, and this is Shots of Endorphins. So yep, you heard right, Christmas isn't the last holiday to receive presents. In Europe and other parts of the globe, children look forward to receiving more gifts on the Three Kings Day. Lining their shoes up outside the doors so the Three Kings, or in other cultures, the Three Wise Men, would know to leave their gifts inside. Children would often leave some treats for the camels that the Three Kings would supposedly be riding in. Kind of like how Santa Claus would come in and eat your milk and cookies because apparently he gets hungry trying to break into your house to leave you gifts. So in order to not have hungry and probably angry camels upon your bod, kids leave food for them. And as a thank you, voila, a present for you in your shoe. How that's sanitary is beyond me. Now remember y'all, all information was gathered from various sources for educational purposes. Many families leave a box of grass or hay and some water for the three kings camels, horses, and even elephants to eat. The camels usually leave a trail of hay behind that children can follow to find their gifts. In Mexico and many other Latin American countries, Santa Claus isn't as popular as he is in the United States. Rather, it is the three wise men who are the bearers of gifts and leave presents in or near the shoes of small children. However, many Christmas carols make mention of the three kings who follow a star and come to pay homage to the baby Jesus in Bethlehem. But in the Bible, they are not called kings and their number is not specified. Instead, they are wise men from the east. At many courts in the east, including ancient Babylon and Persia, Learned astrologers often served as priestly advisors, practicing the art of magic. In the centuries since, the three magis have been interpreted as kings. According to the book of Matthew, a bright star led the magis from the east until it stopped over the place where the child was. And upon entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. Now going a little bit more in depth, the word magi is a Persian origin. So it is likely that the Magi came from the region of Persia. Hebrew exiles, including Daniel, had been taken captive to Babylon, which later became part of the Persian Empire. Although some of the Hebrews returned to Israel, others remained in Babylon. This may explain how the Magi were aware of the Hebrew scriptures that spoke of the coming king. The word Magi comes from the Persian word that refers to practitioners of magic. According to Hellenistic authors, Magi practiced astrology, magic, and dream interpretation. Magi held positions of respect and often served as advisors to kings. 
An ancient manuscript known as the Revelation of the Magi claims to be the, a first-person account of one of the Magi who visited Jesus. The only known copy dates to the 8th century AD, but the narrative may have originated as early as the mid-2nd century AD. The story describes a group of at least 12 men described as monk-like mystics who visited Jesus. Despite claiming to be a first-hand account, the story is likely pseudepigrapha, meaning that a later author wrote the story in first person as if he were present when it happened. While the details in this account may not be accurate, its existence demonstrates an early and widespread knowledge of the event, which would otherwise be fairly obscured, since Matthew is the only gospel writer to mention the Magi. Anyway, as mentioned before, this holiday is celebrated mostly in Europe, Spain, and Latin America, and is dubbed in Spanish as El Día de los Reyes. As the Christmas celebrations continues, it extends until the 12th day of Christmas, which is Three Kings Day on January 6th. The holiday is also known by the name Epiphany and dates back to the 4th century. A grand feast would be held on this day to honor the occasion of Jesus' baptism and to pay homage to the three wise men. But although Three Kings' Day originated in the Greek-speaking eastern half of the Roman Empire, Clement of Alexandria writes that followers of Basilids in Egypt also celebrated the day of Jesus' baptism. Epiphany, also called Feast of the Epiphany or Theophany, which comes from Greek epiphania, that also means manifestation, Christian holiday commemorating the first manifestation of Jesus Christ to the Gentiles, represented by the Magi, and the manifestation of his divinity, as it occurred at his baptism in the Jordan River and at his first miracle at Cana in Galilea. Epiphany is one of the three principles and oldest festival days of the Christian Church. The other two are Easter and Christmas. Roman Catholics, Lutherans, Angelicans, and other Western churches observe the feast on January 6th, while some Eastern Orthodox churches celebrate Epiphany on January 19th since their Christmas Eve falls on January 6th. The festival originated in the Eastern Church, where it at first included a commemoration of Christ's birth. In Rome, by 354, Christ's birth was being celebrated on December 25th, and later in the 4th century, the church in Rome began celebrating Epiphany on January 6th. In the Western Church, the festival primarily commemorates the visits by the Magi to the infant Jesus, which is seen as evidence that Christ, the Jewish Messiah, came also for the salvation of Gentiles. In the East, it primarily commemorates the baptism of Jesus and celebrates the revelation that the incarnate Christ was both fully God and full man. The traditional date for the feast is January 6th. However, since 1970, the celebration is held in some countries on the Sunday after January 1st. Those Eastern churches, which are still following the Julian calendar, observe the feast on what, according to the internationally used Gregorian calendar, is January 19th because of the current 13-day difference between the Julian and Gregorian calendars. In many Western Christian churches, the eve of the feast is celebrated as Twelfth Night, Epiphany Eve. 
The Monday after Epiphany is known as Plow Monday. Popular Epiphany customs include Epiphany singing, chalking the door, having one's house blessed, consuming three kings cake, winter swimming, as well as attending church services. It is customary for Christians in many localities to remove their Christmas decorations on Epiphany Eve, although those in other Christian countries historically remove them on Candle Mass. Regardless, many believe mysterious events preceded Jesus' birth with perhaps the most notable being the appearance of the star in Bethlehem. This new star appeared in the evening sky just prior to the arrival of Jesus. Three wise men, or Magi as they were known, whose name were Caspar, Melchior, and Balthasar, traveled a far distance to pay homage to Christ. They brought with them fine gifts of gold, frankincense, and mirror. Therefore, the Three Kings Day, or El Día de los Reyes, remains an important holiday for Catholics. In addition to gift giving, there is also a culinary treat that is specific to the holiday. Three Kings Day is usually celebrated with a delicious dinner crowned with a rosca de reyes, or translated as king cake, for dessert. This holiday dessert is a symbolic pastry in which is shaped in a circle to signify a king's crown. But that's not all. This sweet bread holds a special surprise. Inside is a small plastic figurine representing the baby Jesus. Whoever finds the token is obligated to host an upcoming party for the occasion Dia de la Candelaria, or Candlemas Day, which occurs each year on February 2nd. At its core, Three Kings Day is by all means in fact the feast day, so it makes perfect sense that on this day, families enjoy a big filling meal. In Latin American countries, this feast is enjoyed outdoors. Traditionally, Dishes include black beans and rice, with some families switching out the beans for peas or corn, soups and salads that feature yuca, nopales, plantains, and a slow-cooked meat sautéed with onions, garlic, and herbs. Every year in Mexico, on the eve of Three Kings Day, a mile-long Rosca de Reyes cake is made to celebrate the holiday. More than 200,000 people gather annually in Socalo Square to eat a piece of that king's cake or take some home to save for later. Starting in 2018, Mexico City's government emphasized that a portion of the delicacy shall be made without sugar so that people who need to avoid sweets are also able to partake in the tradition, including in 2019, chefs from La Universidad Vizcaya de las Americas were awarded the Guinness record for the longest Rosca de Reyes bread in the world, measuring at 2,065.43 meters. The lengthy traditional bread beat the previous world holder for the longest loaf, which was in Switzerland. Carlos Tapaya of Guinness World Records for Latin America verified the length of the bread and its new world record, knowing that the previous record held by Switzerland measured in at 973.24 meters. The ring also included more than 7,000 dolls inside of the pastry. This dessert is so popular that one of the California's market called California's Northgate Gonzalez Market estimated in selling about 60,000 Rosca de Reyes each year. 
They start selling the original small roscas just before Thanksgiving. About a week before Christmas, they sell the cakes in four sizes and two varieties, original and filled, in which one year the fillings consisted of guava and cheese or pineapple and cajeta. Mm. But did you know that a French tradition of serving a frangipane filled tart known as the Galette de Royce at Epiphany or around the 12th day of Christmas actually dates back to the 14th century? And I mean, I'm pretty sure 600 years is long enough to perfect the recipe. Therefore, you could definitely find samples of the most delicious galette de Royce in Monaco. Apart from it being a delicious dessert, don't forget to look for the little trinket baked inside. According to tradition, if you find an item inside the dessert, you can be crowned king or queen just for the day, or you can choose someone to be king or queen instead. And remember to cut the cake in as many slices as there are people in your party, plus one extra. This piece is called either the part du bon dieu, which translates as God's slice, the part de la vierge, which means the Virgin Mary's slice, or the part du pauvre, meaning the poor man's slice, and can be saved to be offered to the first deserving person you can think of. you just love knowledge? The things you thought you knew but end up learning more about, making your mind expand? As the saying goes, knowledge is power. The more knowledge you collect, the less likely you are to be fooled easily. Or at least that's what I like to believe. Learning each day is such a wonderful thing. It makes you realize what's around you. Anyway, all the power to you. Use it wisely, stay focused, and let your hunger for knowledge be satisfied. This episode on Shots of Endorphins was produced by me, Joyce Grace, and a shout out to my research team. Shots of Endorphins has its very own website, so you can visit and listen to the podcast at shotsofendorphins.com. You can help support us by clicking on the support tab as well. Also, you can follow the show on Facebook and Instagram by searching up Shots of Endorphins or subscribing to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or any other streaming services you're listening to. And when you do, don't forget to shoot me a greeting. It's nice to meet new people. As always, thanks for listening. And don't forget to smile.